This is episode 656 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's podcast, how to make flour from beans, nuts, seeds, and even cornflakes. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 656. I'm so glad that you are here and uh, hanging out with me on this episode. You know, one of the things that I'm really trying to do here in uh, on this episode and actually in the last couple is... You know, there's just a lot of craziness going on. And like you, I listen to podcasts. And so it's very easy for me to to listen to all of that. And to be honest, I want to listen to that because I want to be informed of what's going on. But I know not everybody likes to hear the doom and gloom. And uh, I, 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 I want to warn you, though, I think it's important to stay aware. I'm not saying don't like try to hide that from yourself. I, I do think you need to stay aware of what is going on. Just like I know people hate it when I post something about politics, you know, either on uh, I do something about that on the podcast or I post it on the email or, uh, you know, on proper website. And I get emails from people like, you know, can't you keep politics out of it? And the thing is, is that politics is very important to understand because a lot of the mess that we're in, quite frankly, is because of politics and politicians. So it's very important to, to stay aware of what is going on. But I know that there's a lot of that out there. And I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. And so definitely that's out there. I, I, I watch a lot of alternative news or, or read a lot of alternative news. So I'm just trying to do something a little bit different here. I think this um, this uh, article, this episode is, of course, it, it's different than some of the stuff in the past. I'm not saying that I'm not going to do some of that other stuff because, again, I truly believe we need to stay aware of what is going on because we are in crazy times and the things that are happening are absolutely nuts. I'm actually uh, recording this before church, so this is kind of a rare one uh, for me, but it's just so happened that in the in on Sundays after church, just my, my throat is so dry that I'm trying to do this a little bit ahead of time. Um, it's a little bit more forgiving to do the Sunday morning message and, and preach, and it's a little bit more forgiving to be able to drink water and all that kind of stuff through that. Um, that message is going to be a good one, <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm really well prepared for that one. And uh, the title of that, of that one is going to be In the Breach. Now, if you want to uh, watch that message, I always post those on Prepper website on Sunday evening. So you can always see that on Monday or any other day of the week. It, it's usually there. But, but once again, I just I just want to reiterate, it's important to stay aware of what is going on. However, in this episode, I want to talk about how to make flour from beans, nuts, seeds, and even cornflakes. Now, I remember a conversation that I had with um, Tim. And so early on in the podcast, I was putting out for those that live in the Houston area, if they wanted to get together, you know, we, we let's get together and let's have dinner or whatever. We did a couple of little meetups just kind of face-to-face, and uh, Tim was one of those. Tim, I don't know if you're still still listening or not. I hope you are. But uh, one of the things he brought up was, you know, how to store 
items that are gluten-free because he had family members in his in his life that were that had to have a gluten-free diet and i remember reading that you know beans are gluten-free but that you could also make flour from beans now you're you're talking about a very dense type of flour you couldn't just completely just use that flour i mean i guess you could but really when people start talking about using alternative flours like flour from beans and nuts and even rice and seeds they're usually kind of cutting that into their their regular flour and so if you think back to the the covid when covid kind of hit and all the the stores were were just running out of all kinds of items here in my my neighborhood store it really ran out of like flour all different types of flour i mean it was gone and yeast you couldn't find it i know other people on um, the email group when we get together on on tuesday evenings every other tuesday evenings for that online meetup they've uh, you know we've been talking about what our grocery stores are like and that was one of the things that i remember mick talking about that you know yeast is starting to come back in, in where he's at and um you know that's just just one of those things now grocery stores have seemed to kind of level off although this last week i, I did see some some big holes in my grocery store but if you ever got to the point where you needed to stretch your flour for whatever reason, you know, bread is an important thing. It's it's one of those things that it's really great to have, you know, when you have a hot piece of bread or or you don't eat bread or you've been missing it for a while and to have it, it's one of those things. And and again, for the for those that maybe have a gluten-free diet, you can you can find a way to have bread again. Um, I think it, like in a survival situation, I I really like the idea of not messing so much with bread, but having like tortillas, right? My my kids always make fun of me when I say tortillas because I, I just grew up hearing that and saying it like that. Um, I don't know. They, but anyway, so, you know, I always thought that that was easier to make like in a survival situation, but people like bread and there's just a lot of different ways that you can do, uh, do uh, with it, you know, if you don't have to do without. And this article talks a lot about that. So we're going to look at some different ways of grinding or th this article is going to talk a little bit about that. It's uh, going to also talk about the different types of things that you can use for a flour substitute. And it's also going to give some recipes. So I don't think I've done recipes in a long, long time. So I'm just going to kind of blast through those. But like always, I'm going to link to this article so you can go and uh, you know grab it. You can maybe print it out, and this might be something that you want to keep. So this is coming to us from urbansurvivalsite.com. And again, the article is entitled, How to Make Flour from Beans, Nuts, Seeds, and Even Cornflakes. And I just want to remind you that this is, I mean, you can, I guess, make, use this completely just that type of flour. But a lot of the times, the recipes that we're going to be looking at are like half regular like flour, white flour, bread flour, and then half of this other flour that you're making. So let's go ahead and jump into this article here. There are still some shortages of flour at the grocery store, but your pantry may have some flours you simply haven't seen. An old pioneer method for making flour was to use a hand-cranked flour mill to grind wheat grains into flour. That works. But a flour mill can turn lots of things into flour, from beans or rice to acorns and amaranth seeds. And you don't need a flour mill to do it. A food processor can convert a lot of things into dust from cornflakes to chickpeas. 
That's essentially what defines any flower, something pulverized to dust. Now you can add your new flower varieties to any white flower to stretch your current flower supply. If you have some bread flour on hand, that's all the better. And you can stretch your high gluten bread flour over more recipes by combining it with other homemade flours. We'll cover some gluten-free flours as well, along with the recipes that go with them. And it's not just about baking. Meat prices have gone up. A local grocery store recently had a pound of hamburger marked at $7.99 a pound. That's high. But you can stretch the ground beef by adding black bean flour to the hamburger. It not only helps to bind the patties, especially for grilling, it also adds protein and it tastes good too. So we're going to start with a flour mill. You can buy them on Amazon. They come in both electric and manual hand-cranked models. The hand-cranked versions is more in keeping with the Pioneer Spirit, so we're going to go that route, although electric mills are easier to use. There are essentially two grinding options with a flour mill. One is to use two metal serrated plates for a coarse grind for cracked corn or cracked wheat, or as a preliminary step for coarser grains and beans. The other option is to use two stone wheels to convert something into a fine flour. In many cases, you'll use both in a two-step process. The first step is to crack or create a coarse grind. This is especially helpful with corn, beans, and peas. The second step is to take the coarse grind and grind it further with the stone wheels to finish the flour. The stone wheels can be tightened or loosened to adjust the fineness of the grind. A food processor can make quick work of flour making, but there's a unique challenge you'll face if you're using a food processor to make flour. Any source material, whether it's corn or beans, needs to be as dry as possible. If there's any moisture in the form of water or natural oils, you'll end up with something resembling peanut butter rather than flour. That's okay if that's what you want, and any nuts will easily give you a nut butter in a food processor. But the objective here is to make flour. So make sure your seed or bean source is very dry. You can also use your food processor as a preliminary step for grinding in your flour making. The food processor can quickly give you a coarse grind that will allow you to go directly to the stone grinding wheels to make flour. Experiment as you go. And if the processor doesn't give you a good result, try the metal grinding wheels on your flour mill. Now we're not going to get too specific about how many grains, seeds, or beans you use to make your flour. Make as much as you need for a recipe or as much as you want to store. The first one we're going to look at is rice flour. Now rice flour has become popular as a gluten-free flour alternative. It's easy to make from white or brown rice. So the, to make the rice flour directions, it's pretty simple. Add the rice to the flour mill hopper. Use the stone grinding wheels. Grind until the hopper is empty and your rice is done. So here is a recipe for rice flour loaf. So here are the ingredients. Three eggs at room temperature or egg substitute equivalent. One and a half cups of warm water. Three tablespoons of vegetable oil. One teaspoon of apple cider vinegar. Two and one fourth teaspoons of active dry yeast. Three and one fourth cup of white rice flour two and a half teaspoons of xanthan gum, and this helps the yeast to rise. If you don't have it, you can skip it, but you will get a denser bread. One and a half teaspoons of salt, one and a half cups of dry milk powder, and three tablespoons of white sugar. 
So that that's one there that doesn't require uh, a whole lot of or you know any extra flour other than than rice there. And of course, as you know, rice and beans that's one of the staples where you can store for a long, long time, especially if you're using mylar bags and in five gallon buckets. So here's the directions. In a medium-sized bowl, mix the eggs, water, oil, and vinegar. In a large bowl, add the yeast, rice flour, xanthan gum, salt, dry milk powder, and sugar. Mix with a whisk until incorporated. Combine the wet and dry ingredients and knead until you have a firm but elastic dough ball. You could also use a dough hook on a countertop mix master. Drop the dough into a lightly oiled bread pan and let it rise for one hour. Bake at 350 degrees for 30 to 35 minutes or until the top is browned. All right, so that's a pretty simple bread recipe there, especially if you need a gluten-free alternative. So the next flour that uh, this article talks about is acorn flours. So if you live around oak trees, you'll find acorns. There's a bit, there's a bit of a process to remove the tannins that make them bitter, but once you're processed, they turn into a delicious flour. So there's a link here. There's a lot of links in this article. So again, if this is one of those that's interesting to you, you really need to go and download it and click on some of these other articles. Um, so let's talk a little bit about acorn flower direction. So, I, well, let me just say that one link talks about how to get the tannins out. So here's the acorn flower directions or how to make flour from acorns. You wanna shell the acorns and you wanna boil in water, but as soon as the water turns a light yellowy brown, replace the water with fresh water and start the boiling process over again. Report, report, repeat this process for about two hours or until the water stays clear. Roast the acorns in 350 degrees Fahrenheit oven for an hour. Chop coarsely in a food processor or with the steel blades on your hand cranked grinder. Switch to the stone wheel and grind into flour. All right, so the recipe that's provided here in this article is acorn flour bread with raisin recipe. So here's the ingredients. One cup of acorn flour, one cup of bread flour or all-purpose flour, two tablespoons of baking powder, half a teaspoon of salt, three tablespoons of sugar, one egg beaten or one egg substitute, one cup of milk, three tablespoons of oil, and a half a cup of raisins. Of course, that's optional. So here's the directions. Lightly oil a loaf pan, sift together dry ingredients in a bowl. In a separate bowl, combine the egg, milk, and oil. Combine the dry and liquid ingredients. Add the raisins if using, but reserve a few for toppings. Stir just enough to moisten the dry ingredients. The batter will be a bit lumpy. Pour into the oiled pan and top with more raisins. Bake at 400 degrees for 30 to 35 minutes or until the top is brown. All right, so the... Um, this was a flour bread recipe. I'm sorry. I thought it was uh, like a raisin cookie, cookies, but this was flour bread, acorn flour bread, raisin recipe. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> They're putting it in a pan. All right. So the third one here is uh, amaranth flour. So amaranth is often referred to as an ancient grain. It's actually a seed from a weed. It's also gluten-free. So here's the directions to make amaranth flour. Add the amaranth seeds to the flour mill hopper. Use the stone grinding wheels. Grind until the hopper is empty and your amaranth flour is done. So here are some cookies. So this is amaranth flour sugar cookies. And of course, these are gluten-free. So the ingredients are one cup of butter softened, one cup of sugar plus more to roll the dough balls in, 
one large egg, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, one and one fourth cup of amaranth flour, one cup of all-purpose flour, half a teaspoon baking powder, and half a teaspoon of baking soda. So the directions are, cream the butter, shortening and sugar until light and fluffy. Beat in egg and vanilla. In another bowl, whisk the flour, baking powder, and baking soda. Gradually beat into creamed into a creamed mixture. Shape into one-inch balls. Roll the balls in additional sugar. Place on a greased baking sheet and flatten with a glass. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Bake until set for 10 to 12 minutes. Remove to wire racks to cool. All right, there's some sugar cookies there for you in a survival situation. All right, so here's, a, this is kind of a weird one, right? Corn flake flour. So it may sound silly, but if you have no flour, you can improvise and use corn flakes to make simple corn flour. It seems unnecessary, but why go to the store just for corn flour? You can also do this with any other cereal if you really get bored. So how to make the directions or how to make the flour, cornflake flour directions are place the cornflakes in a food processor and run into the cornflakes have turned into dust. You can also use a hand cranked flour mill. Just put the cornflakes into the hopper and crank to a flour. So here's cornflake flour cornbread recipe. So the ingredients are this, a quarter cup of butter, and that's half a stick, one cup of milk, one large egg or egg substitute equivalent, one and one fourth cup of corn flake flour, one cup of all-purpose flour, half a cup of granulated sugar, one tablespoon of baking powder, and a half teaspoon of salt. So here's the directions. Again, directions for corn flake cornbread. All right, so spray the bottom and sides of an eight inch square pan or a nine inch round cake pan with the cooking spray. In a one-quart saucepan, heat the butter over low heat until melted. In a large bowl, beat the melted butter, milk, and eggs with a fork or a wire whisk until well mixed. Add the cornmeal, flour, sugar, baking powder, and salt all at once. Stir just until the flour is moistened and the batter will be lumpy. Pour batter into the pan. Use a rubber spatula to scrape the batter from the bowl. Spread the batter evenly in a pan and smooth top of batter. Preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit, bake 20 to 25 minutes or until golden brown, and a toothpick inserted in the center comes out clean. Serve warm. All right, so how many of you would, would love to see what, uh, like, uh, Captain Crunch peanut butter, peanut butter brand, Captain Crunch, whatever, whatever it is, what that looks like? Man, can you imagine what that, I love peanut butter, so that would be a great, uh, <laughs> a great bread to try, man, a cornbread recipe. But uh, with uh, with Peter Pan, not Peter Pan, Captain Crunch peanut butter. All right, enough of that. Let's go ahead and jump to black bean flour. Yes, you can turn beans into flour. You can either use a food processor or a flour mill. Beans are also gluten-free. And many varieties like black beans are high in protein. So here are the directions to make black bean flour. Beans are tougher than seeds or grains, so if you can, start by pulsing them in a food processor to break them up as much as you can. Dump the cracked beans into your flour mill hopper using the metal plates and adjust them to crack and crush the beans some more. Gradually tighten the blades to work the cracked beans down to a meal. Switch to the stone grinding wheels and gradually adjust them as you feed the bean meal into the hopper and crank to make a flour. 
So the recipe here in this one is burger patties with black bean flour. So the ingredients are two pounds of ground beef, one egg, one cup of black bean flour, and of course that adds protein and acts as a binder, half a cup of chopped banana peppers, of course that's optional, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of black pepper. Directions are combine all the ingredients in a bowl and mix together, form into patties and grill or fry to your liking. So that sounds pretty good, right? All right, so our last one is chickpea flour. Now, it's not just for hummus anymore. Chickpeas are also high in protein. So to make chickpea flour, chickpeas are also a bit tough, but not as tough as black beans. You can start in the food processor to break them up or use loose-fitting metal grinding plates on the mill to crack them up. Once cracked, refill the mill on the hopper and switch to the stone plates and grind to a fine flour. So this recipe is for chickpea flour biscuits. So the ingredients are one cup of chickpea flour, one cup of all-purpose flour, two tablespoons of sugar, three teaspoons of baking powder, one half teaspoon of salt, one half cup shortening, one egg, and two-thirds cup milk. So the directions are, in a large bowl, combine the flours, sugar, baking powder, and salt. Cut in shortening until mixture resembles coarse crumbs. Beat the eggs and milk, stir into dry ingredients just until moistened. Turn onto a lightly floured surface and roll to half an inch thickness. Cut, cut with a two and a half inch flour biscuit cutter or a glass. Place one inch apart on an ungreased baking sheet. Bake at 450 degrees Fahrenheit for 10 to 12 minutes or until golden brown and then serve warm. All right, guys, that's it for this article and all the directions and all the recipes. And as you can see, there's just a lot of different alternatives. And maybe this is a thing that in the um, the old days, people just knew. But, you know, nowadays with just how everything is so processed and we, we have our ideas of how things are done, th this kind of information is lost to a lot of people. So especially those that are on gluten-free diets and those that, that need that. You know, so this here are some options here. Uh, I do have a, a grinder. I have an electric grinder, a Wonder Mill that uh, works really, really well. And so uh, I have used that to grind up, um, you know, to wheat, wheat berries and to be able to make my own bread that way. And so it is one of those things where you do need to practice a little bit with um, using completely, you know, using just the wheat flour um, you know, we'll have that denser bread. And so I was playing around with making, um, you know, cutting some, some regular flour into it. And it looks like in a lot of these recipes, it was kind of like a one for one. So normally where you would have two cups of flour or all purpose flour or bread flour or whatever, it would be one cup of flour and one cup of whatever it was, that alternative flour that you would be using to, uh, to make that bread. But uh, that's one of those things, you know, so if you have a lot of beans stored up you know and you have that that set up and you get to a point where you're looking for some some bread and you're looking for some ways to stretch your flour if things get crazy again and we see shortages and bread is a big staple in your home here are some things that you could do and possibly save some money um, and you know be able to feed your family so anyway, this is a great article. I think it has a lot of information, stuff that you don't typically see out there in uh, the preparedness community. So again, uh, I want to say kudos to Urban Survival Site 
like always, I'm going to link to this article so you can go check it out. And uh, I hope it does you some good. If it's something new that you've uh, you've learned or something that um, might be very helpful for, for you or a family member who is gluten-free, I'd love to just hear that it, it was something that was very beneficial to you. You can always come over to the prepperwebsitepodcast.com and share that information with me. All right, everyone, that is it for episode 656. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app, and that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.com, where we link the 8 to 12 articles every day of the very best self-reliant articles out there. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 hand-picked preparedness articles that you should read. You're also going to get the Sunday or the Saturday prep, the Sunday prep, it's Sunday, boom, the Saturday prep. It comes out early Saturday morning, has a list of articles and podcasts and videos that are interesting to those in the preparedness community. So with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.